Welcome to Music Reel. It's Nicola Burton, your host, and I've got Nani from Pushwave with me. Today, um, our special guest, Jeff Halley, is from Monster Management. Now, Jeff is located in Perth. Now, we've worked with so many people in the industry over the last 30 years. This is a man who knows every aspect of the industry. So, promoter, to agent, to artist management, anything to do with putting a show on the road, this is the man you need to talk to. So, Jeff, thank you so much for talking to us today. It's a pleasure to finally meet you. Wow, what an introduction. <laughs> True. <laughs> and a pleasure well and yeah always good to see Manny. Oh there you go. Yeah, I guess look great the first question really sorry Manny the first question really for you Jeff is how did you go in lockdown when it initially happened what sort of chaos happened around you what was your story? Yeah well wow uh, certainly uh, a big chaos without a doubt um, I guess uh, you know from from a, a venue perspective uh, monster management uh, book or about eight venues in WA and our main ones being uh, Amplifier in Perth, uh, Capital in Perth, which was about to relaunch as Magnet House. We'll get to that a little bit in a minute. Uh, the Boston and the Mustang Bar in Perth, Northbridge. Uh, we booked the Civic in Inglewood and uh, We've got a couple of venues on the North Coast, Lookout in Scarborough and Breakwater and Hillary's, and also two very prominent venues in Fremantle being the Newport and Metropolitan Fremantle. Um, like most venue bookers, immediately they were like, not happening. So, <laughs> a, yeah, look, it was a, it was a scramble. And, and obviously most artists and acts were aware, you know, we book everything from solos, duos, large tour, Acts, local, national, international acts, DJs, um, most of them were aware of what was going on. So, you know, it wasn't too hard to put the pieces together. But, yeah, obviously a lot of discussions with uh, venue managers and owners, um, a lot of going over the same discussions over and over and over again. I don't think yeah. anyone could really believe what was happening. Um, but, yeah, uh, certainly, certainly a stressful time, like I'm sure it was for everyone. Uh, with Monster Artist Management, all the acts we had. Um, uh, Jake Snell, who is the managing director of Monster Artist Management, heads up our LA office. Uh, he certainly went into, well, I'm not going to say crazy mode because he's a lot more calculated, um, calm and, and more business-like than myself. Um, he had a lot of acts, uh, methyl ethyl, uh, the Beths were, were both both um, you know, large tours were about to start, so mm -hmm. he had to go in reschedule mode there. Um, Hatchie was the same, uh, Brisbane-based act actually, um, that had a lot going on. That you know he had to go into reschedule mode, and yeah, that's that's kind of what it's that's kind of what you know being too laborious there. I think you can put probably put the rest of the pieces together. And it's like. So many people we've spoken to, Jeff, have said the same as you. They've never worked so hard to earn no money in their entire yeah. life. It's been, yeah. you know, all the things we had to reschedule and postpone and then make sure everyone gets paid and then you're checking in on everyone to make sure they're okay and then looking at, okay, what is facing us? So what, I guess my next question for you, and I'm going to go in before Manny does, what do you think recovery is going to look like? 
especially over there. You guys have a bit of a different thing to us. You're quite removed from the rest of Australia. You kind of run your own yep. show. What do you think is um, will happen, I guess, by Christmas this year? What do you think for the next six months? Well, we're talking here, I'm assuming, from a uh, uh, venue side, um, booking side, management side, everything. I guess with us now, with the venues, I mean, slowly um, things are starting to roll over here in WA. Um, in the last uh, couple of weeks, two of our big um, suburban northern pubs, the Lookout and the Breakwater, have been allowed to go back to... Um, uh, one person's per two square metres, and it was to a maximum of uh, 300 people. And both of those venues are a 1,000 capacity plus. So um, so they, uh, you know, have gone back to 300 people immediately. Um, I think we opened, this, this kicked in from last Saturday, the, what was it, the 6th of June, or the Saturday before, sorry, the 6th of June. And, um, uh, you know, from 11 a.m., the time, till midnight um, on the Sunday night. They were pretty much at that 300 capacity the whole time. Their yeah. venues with different spaces. Um, so that was great to see people back in the venues. Um, you know, great to have our chefs, bar staff, door staff, managers, glasses, just everyone back rolling again. Um, Yes, you know, from, from my side, it's all about live music. And yeah, look, we've got a couple of solo artists and things up and running. We're lucky to uh, be able to employ a lot of original bass musicians who also do the, you know, covers thing on the side, I guess. Yeah. So we've been lucky to be able to make sure we kind of try and get them into a bit of work as, as soon as we can. Um, but yeah, look, at this point, we're... I've got lots of shows booked across the clubs. Um, you know, I've got Tones and I are fast approaching, uh, plus a lot of internationals that I'm seeing. And at this point, the clubs aren't open. Um, I think we've been given a little bit of uh, indication in the last couple of days that, that maybe they're not too far away. I think we're, we're kind of thinking July, you know, mid to late July at this point. But, uh, yeah, it's, it is. It's fingers crossed. It is. It really is. Um, can, you, can you see me okay? Yeah, You're, it's very good. You're in the light. Yeah. I think it's that light. One second. Yeah. I'm just going oh, to oh, put the show. Ah, oh, there you go. Clear as day. Yeah, I was just, just thinking, <laughs> well, but we, I was going to say we're, I'm, I'm actually lucky enough to have an office in Perth and one in Fremantle. I'm down in sunny Fremantle today. Um, yeah. So sun was shining through the windows and- oh, uh, Beautiful, you're lucky. But uh, yeah, look, the other side, um, hey, I don't want to paint a too grim a picture. I mean, we're, we're surrounded by doom and gloom with this thing morning, noon and night. We're just itching to get back into it. Is it going to be a, a, a slow, tough recovery? Yeah, it is. Um, it's going to take the venues a long time to peg back uh, income lost here. Uh, the musicians, well, it's going to take them a long time. Um, a couple of our musicians have been lucky enough to earn you know, a small amount of money from streaming. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's obviously touring's where it's at, as we all know. And that's what we're involved 
That's where, you know, it's the live touring that's, that's our income. It's what employs my staff, employs all our musicians. Uh, so, yeah, it, it is going to be a, a slow, arduous climb back, I think. But at the same time, one where we're ready for and, you know, we're chomping at the bit, really, to get going again. Um, we've been spending some of the time um, renovating clubs, maintenance to clubs, just getting everything. You know, I've got, uh, I'm not too far now from Metropolis Fremantle. It's, it's only a hundred metre walk from here. And, uh, you know, the production team are all in there cleaning, just getting everything. Love it. Speaking <laughs> when we do it again. Yeah. I love it. Manny, yeah. you got to do it. Uh, Jeff, great to see you after all these years, mate. You're looking fine. Thank mate, you, you're mate. looking well. And, and, and you sound like you're on fire over there. I guess what we're seeing is, from different areas, we've you know had conversations with like with the Northern Territory, so they're probably advanced of all of us between you and me because they're almost at just usual operations over there. Then we're seeing obviously what's happening in Western Australia compared to Queensland, as compared to New South Wales and Victoria. So, we, so, so we're getting a perspective of what's happening, say, in the greater Australian marketplace. So you're certainly ahead of Queensland, where we've got probably we're sitting at about at the moment 20 per area which is you know almost yeah. untenable for some huge so we're probably months behind you and they're saying to us now that we might get a hundred people by the 10th of july so we're leagues leagues behind you guys i guess what i'm looking at is at the moment a perception and we've all got the same opinion is that i'm also part of some sporting lobbies as well they seem to have a mechanism in the government and when we look at various codes, it seems to be that when there's trauma, because they've had trauma in the past, they know how to get to government very quickly to get the funding. Same with the movie industry. They've had trauma in the past. They've got there. And I hate to tell you this, even the, you know, even the Australian taxi industry has been in trauma. They know how to get the, you know, to the uh, government to get a result. It seems to be, it was very interesting. So we are talking to some peak bodies who are you know, telling us that, They've gone to government and government's saying, great, we want to support the music industry. And the reason you're lagging behind what everybody else is doing is because there's just so many peak bodies that we're dealing with all purporting to be at the top of the organ, you know, that, that organisational change. You're going to have to give us time to assess what the industry is about so we know who to fund and how to fund it. And I find that it, it, like intriguing. Would you say that what we need is a more incise lobby or a more unified front for us to go to government to be far more effective, same as sport and other lobbies. Yeah, I think you've summed that up really well. Um, and yeah, without, without, a, without doubt, um, you know, we probably do need that one unified uh, music industry body that is there to lobby um, and I guess push the views to the forefront of the whole industry. Um, you know, I have seen various groups being uh, formed here and there. Um, obviously, each state already has their own. Uh, I think, uh, what's the group in Queensland? It's quite very strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've got WAM. We've got WAM in Perth. Um, but, you know, do they represent a unified voice of the whole nation? Well, they don't, um, unfortunately. Um, you know, and, and then, of course, we've got... Uh, booking agents, promoters, managers, artists, all with the right intentions. 
but yeah, you know, I think you've brought up a valid point there. We're not really unified under the one group. Uh, you know, I'm a big AFL fan, and just seeing the, the push that the AFL, wow, oh, yeah. things to happen, they make them happen. You know, almost to the point where I would say, uh, you know, government is possibly swaying um, with borders and and other other uh, restrictive modes. You know, maybe to fit to fit and suit some of these codes. I'm not saying that's a bad thing either, but yeah, it does it does leave the music industry lacking a little, which is which is concerning because you know there's a lot of people out there at the moment from you know roadies to riggers to lighting guys to sound guys to booking agents to managers, not to mention of course the artists that keep the whole thing going. We're um, all doing it pretty tough, and you know I might paint paint a a, a glowing picture over here, but hey, you know yeah. things tough i mean if, if job seeker didn't exist i don't think we'd even you know even see my face here at the moment um yeah you know we're all kind of getting by on the bones of our butt too so yeah, yeah. how to how we do that unified group i guess how is the big question i think you know everyone means well all these these groups that are forming have all got the right you know intention yeah, and I can see it from a government perspective as well. Um, you know, so many voices, but you know, who is the peak body that they are sit down and consult and negotiate with? Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because shooters, fishers, and farmers party. You know, that, that's an interesting concept of how that came together. That's like, yeah. and it's this again. It's just an amber group of guys that have come together, and it's a very strong say lobby they're in you know they're in the crunch uh, i'm sorry cross bench um situation at the moment where they've got some control and there might be an opportunity for the entertainment industry or you know such the music industry to come up with its own political lobby under the auspices of some form of party so that's another mechanism that we could actually put in place that doesn't necessarily mean that the people at the head of that particular scenario need to be ex-musos or ex-managers they can be in say independent people that actually have a conduit into government so it's an independent entity so that's just one thought process that i'm actually hearing out there is that yep. as you know we had one of our most how can we say it our most feature artists sort of lead singers of one of our most iconic bands go into politics with all the good intentions the unfortunate yep. reality was that he got swallowed up in the system and yeah. what he went in to physically do, the outcome wasn't what he wanted to actually, you know, you know, sort of ascertain at the end. So it may be that that's, you know, we've had that trauma now. We've never had trauma or significant trauma that we have now. So all these other organisations have all had that wonderful trauma in the past, AFL, NRL, but they found the mechanism in the government. That might be, that's a conversation that people... Like on the other side of the country, you're actually having at the moment. Is it a political party uh, that you know helps us lobby, like in the government? I'd be curious about your thoughts there. Yeah, you um, know, Manny for politics, maybe. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can see no, the logic. You talk a rather uh, informed. I'm quite impressed. Intellectual game. I, you know, I, you know, I'll be voting one. Manny, that's for sure. Oh, 
Manny. I think we need an independent entity. I think in the <laughs> industry we'll probably we'll probably find there's so many skeletons in the closet that you know none of us. I think we'd both be in trouble there. But look, I yeah. think you did the nail on the head when you said the great man entered politics uh, many years ago. You know, um, and there's no there was no stronger profile um, in Australia than himself and. Yes. Let's cut straight to the chase. The bullshit that he had to put up with. Um, if he could, if he couldn't navigate his way through. Um, but look, uh, you know, hey, moving forwards, you know, look, there's lots of talk over here, and you know, state government initiatives in the west, and I'm hearing lots of things. Uh, at the moment, I'm not seeing too much, but you know, I'm thinking that's probably the same all around. The fact that there's no unified body nationally. It is of great concern, you know, going over that ground. Um, yeah. WA, you know, what I was impressed with to get slightly off the track was uh, the state of the art festival that, that runs over here um, on the June long weekend every year, which is funded primarily by the state government. Um, yeah, they were quick enough to at least do a streaming, do a streaming uh, version. Um, which, which, you know, I, I was impressed. Um, you know, obviously, Wham had a lot to do with that, and Wham are a Wham are a solid body over here. Um, you know, I think even they'd agree they don't get as much done as as I would like or they would like. But uh, again, good intentions, and uh, they they do the best possible given the um, you know funds they have to work with. But yeah, certainly, um, yeah, I'm there with what you're saying for sure. No, it's, it's a great conversation to have, and I feel like more of it is about the data that we have. We don't necessarily have a central source that collects the data from all of us. So, you know, these state organisations don't necessarily have the data from us, you know, we that operate perhaps not in their networks. So they don't really have the proper financial picture of what is actually happening out there in the market, if that, if that makes sense. So I think that a great conversation to have. Um, we've been having this with people all over Australia, all over the world, talking about the same thing. So maybe this is an opportunity for us to make some changes that can actually pull us together, you know, that we can actually really be in it together. Because at the moment, we're not necessarily in it together. Uh, you know, I know... It's certainly, certainly a learning, certainly been a learning process. You can take anything from something like this that, you know, I think we're all learning a lot. Uh, we'd rather not be in this position. But you know, I look at uh, you know, obviously I'm involved in the music industry and the hospitality, and of course they do blur together um, from time to time, and lots I guess when it comes to live music. But just seeing the power of the uh, AHA, AHA. Over yeah. in hotels, yes, and I'm sure you're seeing it nationally. I mean, wow, you know, they're on the news. Bradley Woods, the director of the AHA. You know, he's big mugs on the news every night. Um, and, and more power to him. You know, he's, he's pushing, pushing his agenda and the agenda of his members. Um, yes. And, and I, I do think, oh, wow, you know, um, wouldn't it be great? The, the, the music industry here is, in Australia is such a, a powerful, you know, money-making jobs. Uh, and to mention the... The creative, you know, what it brings creatively to our great country, um, and yet it doesn't seem to be, you know, getting a better the word. I guess 
yeah. during this time, tough time. You know, yeah. for what I'd like to say, and I mean that again with the best intentions. I mean, uh, just, you know, sport like you started this conversation with. And, hey, I love my sport too. But yeah, nothing's more powerful than the voice of music. So, exactly. Could you imagine any of those massive events without a live band, without the soundtrack that goes with it? So, We've had a great chat today, Jeff. We, um, yeah, I think further conversations should be had about this. But look, it's been great to meet you, hear your story. And I guess that there is a lot of optimism for some opportunities coming up. So look, we wish you the very best. We hope that when the borders open and we get to Perth, we can actually catch up. It would be really good to actually meet you in person instead of over Zoom. <laughs> and like, take care in the meantime, Jeff. It was really great to chat with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time. And, uh, you know, as I did say, it, it is very tough. I, I, I'm trying to remain as optimistic as possible. I mean, I look, I, you know, we could all lock ourselves in a cupboard and, and cry, but, uh, hey, we've got to uh, look to the future. And, and this thing will hopefully pass. Um, you know, the country will get back on track. When, I'm not sure, hopefully sooner rather than later. But, uh, you know, from our side with Monster Management, um, Monster Artist Management, uh, our group of venues that we're involved with, we're just all raring to go. You know, we want to see, you know, our local acts back in playing live in the pubs and clubs. We right. want to see all the national crew coming back over here again because, you know, I mean, hey, our venues amplify Capital Metropolis, um, Magnet House. I mean, it's, it's all Newport. It's all about the touring acts, um, local, national and international. So... Yeah, awesome. Thanks very much. And uh, yeah, I hope to uh, talk to you again real soon. Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks, Jeff. Cheers, Thank Jeff. Take care, man. Bye.